everybody. We are here today with our very first venture of the podcast. We are super excited. This podcast uh, is about Kotami. They are our returning venture. Um, MC, would you like to introduce yourself and a little bit about the venture? Yeah. Hi, my name is MC. I'm a senior at Princeton. I founded Kotami in 2017 and we're a sustainable and inclusive fashion line. Our tagline is community-based fashion made for and by really angry people. And I'm here with Sam and Aisha, who are also part of the team. I'm Sam. I'm also a senior at Princeton and I study art and archaeology. And this summer, I'm helping the Kotami team mostly with graphic design. Hi, I'm Aisha. Um, I'm going to be a junior this incoming semester. And I am helping mainly with fulfillment, uh, social media marketing, and art direction. Amazing. We are so excited to have you guys on today. So first question, you told me a little bit about your venture. So far, it's been, it's week four of the eLab Accelerator program. What have been your highs and lows so far of the program? And I guess you could talk about this program and also because you're a returnee, you um, participated in the program last year and I believe the eLab um, incubator program. I can go first if you want. Um, I think I'll start with the lows. Um, I think the biggest low for me has just been the fact that we're all virtual. Um, I think there are some benefits to being able to do tasks in your own time, but I don't know. I just am someone who enjoys quality time face-to-face, -face, even if you're not speaking. And I think it's quite hard to replicate that since we're in different countries and different states. Um, but one of my highs is that everyone is really responsive. Um, and I think we all like put equal energy into the projects that we're doing. Like we all work in different areas, but I think we all work hard and are willing to help each other if someone is slacking and that is really, really, or not slacking, like if you're struggling with work. Um, and it's just, it's nice. And I also just like, I just love our team. I don't know. I just feel like our morning meetings are just so fun because we can talk about like, just like real things. I don't know. I think working with Katami just like feels like working with real people in a way that at Princeton, sometimes it can feel really impersonal. Um, yeah. My other high is also that I've just gotten a lot better at like designing graphics, which I wasn't super confident in my skills before starting this internship. Yeah, for me, um, Sam kind of stole mine, but I would say definitely the team. I think it's like very, yeah, I feel like we're very like chill it's a nice vibe for a team I, I'd say because I feel like there's no like tension or there's no sort of like weird like oh I'm like better than you oh I like no more than you oh I'm like you know like it just feels like a group of like cool people just like working together trying to like you know like reach all these like amazing goals and everything and make this like company like work better and like you know get more publicity so I really love the team I think everyone on the team's really cool and we have like good banter you know <laughs> and I think I love our, our I love our like morning meetings but I will say like waking up for them is my love because I they know like Sam <laughs> Sam, 
Sam literally calls me every morning, like at like 10 05. And she's like, a hello, we're in a meeting. And I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna join. <laughs> I'm just not like a morning person. So like that's my thing about like I like, you know, like I like the work that we do. I really love it. But like waking up in the morning is just not something that I like enjoy doing, especially because I'm a night owl, so I like go to sleep pretty late. And also I really been like trying to, you know, learn more, I think. And that's like work more on graphic design and like do more photography, which is things that I really enjoy doing. And I think I love that I can do that with Kotami. So. Um, I guess I can talk about like how, your question was like about like doing the other um, accelerator programs as well, right? Yeah, yeah, if you wanna talk about that. Yeah, so um, the accelerator last year was, I guess the first time it went uh, totally virtual. And it was really hard because we were just pivoting all the time because like it went virtual and then they banned Brazil. Like I was actually supposed to be in the US for that accelerator. Even if it were to be virtual, I was supposed to be in the US. So they travel banned Brazil, they went virtual. And then the factory I was working with kind of closed. I was just like, we were just going from like one like fire to the next. And so honestly, it was like really hard. <laughs> I loved the team. Um, they were all really great friends of mine. And, but I think because we were adjusting to the in-person, um, it was just like very demanding and I was very stressed out. And then like, it wasn't bad, it was great. I had a great time, but I was also very like, oh my God. And then this year, um, I feel like we got the hang of it. Um, and we like found ways, you really have to say like, okay, we're gonna have a structured like fun time now so like now like you like make, like what you're doing Allison like come up with a powerpoint about something you care about and talk about it like I'm gonna put you in a breakout room talk to each other like you have to be very intentional about those things but because it, it's working so I'm really enjoying hanging out with people and I definitely feel less lonely and angsty than I did last year um, and I really love the team um, it's always great to work with friends honestly I feel like Kotami sometimes is just an excuse for me to hang out and like collab with people that I like and I think are cool. Um, yeah, so it's been great. And I'm really excited to see what's gonna happen next semester with, cause I think we're going to also join the, um, oh my God, what's the name? Accelerator, incubator, eLab incubator, which happens like during the school year as well. So I'm excited to actually be in person and get back to the studio. Wow, that sounds really, really exciting. And it seems like all of your highs were just like about the team and what a wonderful team you guys have. And it's true, you guys have a wonderful, great banter, but I guess like, how how did you guys meet? Like, how did you guys like develop this team? What's your origin story? <laughs> Actually, how did you guys hear about Kotami? All right, I think. Aisha and I found out the same way. I, I don't know. Um, wait, yeah. But did you guys know about okay. it before or was it just the application? Like how? So like we were in a class together last fall. Um, Aisha and I we were in an AAS class together. And in this class, we had a group chat with everyone in the class, but one person. Um, and we would communicate lots of info in that chat. And one of MC's friends, um, Aisha, she posted a little blurb. It was like, oh, Katami's looking for two to three team members, applications like really quick, 
Um, and so I applied right when I read it because I was like, this is like literally like my major and like my passions outside of academia, like put into one opportunity. Um, and yeah, and I knew Aisha already because we're in a dance group together. And so when she got it, I was super stoked. And then when I found out Ariane got it, I was also stoked. I just feel like all the black women know each other. So <laughs> really a surprise. Yeah, for the for, for Ariane and Anika, like Anika, it was funny because last Anika joined last year. She um and it was when I was by myself and I was looking for four people to join the Kotami team for the first accelerator and I put it on my story and Anika and I like knew each other like passing or like we had hung out a few times but we knew each other mostly through mutual friends and then she just messaged me and like this was like in February and we just really like became really good friends like we hit it off as friends first and it's like been dream team since then um and then Ariane and I roomed together it was also like a COVID like like last minute like oh yeah let's room together because like I'm looking for I don't know anyone anymore because I took a few gap years and I was returning I was like okay let's make a room and then yeah Ariane saw the thing in February and she was like she just I was sitting next to her when I sent it out and she was like can I do this and I was like yeah 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 so it worked out great so tell me more about these morning meetings and I guess the structure of how you guys have been working virtually and um we so basically we we work around the like what I did today what I'm working on what I'm doing tomorrow like what I'm doing for the rest of the day what I did yesterday structure it's like a 15 minute check-in of keeping track of everyone's tasks and then every week we do like a what do you call what, what does Anika call them they're like funky presentations yeah we basically talk about like something random for five minutes, 10 minutes. Someone like makes a PowerPoint and like presents. So Anika did one on like fruits of Bangladesh. And before that, Ariane did it about Hawaiian cuisine. So lots of learning. And I guess we just like, yeah, we just like catch up and start the day. I think it's a good way to start the day. I don't know, I like it. it looks me up. I agree, yeah. It's nice to like have someone ask you like, how are you doing before like asking about the work you know it's just nice to feel like like I value what you contribute to this team but I also just like want to make sure that you're okay as a person yeah no that definitely is really really sweet and I think that's something a lot of teams should um, adopt switching gears any challenges that you guys have faced maybe just like time zones I think that's well, I don't think we're failing at it but it's definitely like something that we just have to adapt with like the fact that we are all just like in different parts of the world and so um like having or trying to do tasks that don't require you to have to connect with someone in real time if that makes sense like just because of like wi-fi issues and stuff but i don't think that's a failure at all i think it's a hardship that many people face definitely definitely all right so then i guess switching over to the flip side the other question for that is what do you guys think is are some of your greatest achievements so far um, since the foundation of the program, but also in these past four weeks of the program? So maybe y'all can talk about um, we can talk about like our biggest achievements, like personal achievements. I guess for me it was like 
figuring out how to make a product from start to finish without feeling anxiety at any moment of the process, just because like making clothes is like, you have to design it and then you have to make a pattern then you have to prototype and then you have to try it on and then you have to fix the prototype and then you have to make another pattern. And then you have to send it to a cutter and then you have to talk to the cutter and then you have to go to a factory and negotiate with the factory and you have to buy some fabric and then you finally get the product. And like, I'm, I'm I don't really, I'm, I mean, I'm like a little bit extroverted, but just talking to so many people tires me out. So being able to do that from start to finish, definitely my greatest achievement. <laughs> I would say mine is probably the photo shoot because I like I like sort of set it up and I like got all my friends to be models and I like I like took all the pictures and so I felt like that was probably like when I really started to feel like I made like a huge contribution to like Katami. I was like oh my god I did something like yay <laughs> so I was really excited about that especially because like I'm into photography. So it felt like, I felt very professional. And like, I was, you know, like, I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like I'm just taking pictures and it's coming out nice. And, you know, so I think like having that and then like the fact that we're like using these pictures like in our newest launch and everything that that feels like my biggest achievement so far. I, I remember seeing those on social media. I was like, oh, this is really impressive. I feel like my answer is kind of a combination of MC and Aisha. Um, I think the biggest thing for me, or like the biggest achievement is just like getting a lot of like clarity about myself and like what I like to do. Um, I feel like I told you guys that I'm an art student before this, but I just feel like because my like most of my time is spent like having to create art it can sometimes feel like kind of like pulling teeth. I don't know, like sometimes I just get overworked and I'm just like, I don't have any desire to create, especially when I don't have like deadlines or anything. Like I will just like let projects sit and marinate for a really long time. But because of um, just the nature of designing graphics for social media and just like creating things in terms of fashion in general, like things are on a quicker, um, pace I guess and so it's really just like forced me to just like create something and like even if it's bad and like you can always fix it later um and I feel like I've also gained a lot of like confidence in my ideas and the execution of my ideas um, so yeah I'm excited to learn more apps in Adobe Creative Cloud and just just grow yeah that's what I'm excited for yeah, no, that sounds really, really um, exciting. Uh, I want to go back to, I guess, MC's answer on like the whole like fashion process and all that it takes to like create one piece of clothing. How how did you first like research that and kind of figure that out? So I actually just started by doing it. I my first um, internship at Princeton was in a in the production unit of a brand called Rosia Sulin in New York. And I was basically in Midtown and I had no idea how fashion production was like, because all I knew was like, I would watch Project One Way and I would make my own clothes at home. Like I would like, you know, like make a little pattern, sew it, wear it, done. But with production, they were, it, it, it was like a whole thing, right? Cause you had to source fabric you had to um, get a pattern maker and specify the requirements. 
you had to actually make the outfit and then fit it on a model. And then you had to decide on the finishes and the trims and calculate how much each finish is going to cost. Like me doing overlock finish versus a French pleat finish, like those are very different costs. And then thinking about trims and then grading from a size zero to a size 10 and then trying that on 10 different models. And then going to production and then going to the factory and being like, do you need a zipper? Do you need this? It was just very hands-on, um, which was really great experience for me because I think I'm a very like visual learner. I can't just read it. I need to actually try it out. So that's how it went. And then when I actually went to do it, um, it was mostly by talking to like when for Kotami, it was just talking to other people um, while I was doing it and then every step along the way. So like when I was developing patterns, talking to the pattern maker and getting some insights on what the next step is going to be, which is cutting. And then when I get to the cutter, the cutter would be like, OMC, like you need to like make sure that your print bleeds beyond this line of the pattern that I'm going to cut so that you don't get any white space. And then I'd be like, okay, noted. So then when I would go to like pattern make, like the printing of on, on the cut pieces, I'd be like, okay, like put this here. And then they would be like, oh, like make sure you add a little seam line space so that when you actually sew it, it doesn't get like swallowed in. So then I would go to the factory when I would take the piece pattern pieces to be sewn and be like, okay, like I need a three fourths of a centimeter allowance. And just like lots of trial and error. Like right now, Aisha is looking for a tailor because <laughs> one of our pants, we put the pockets, like we didn't grade the pocket placement. So on the size, like really large, the pocket ends up being like on the lower butt. And that's because like when we were making the pattern, we didn't like, we forgot to account for that. And so we have to remove it and put it back on. So I'm never making that mistake ever again, but a lot of it is really just pain and trial and error. Yeah, I think that's like a really great lesson. Like when I make a mistake, if it's a really bad one that I will never do that again. And I think that's the magic of startups. You get all that learning but I guess like yeah you guys are in the fashion industry you're you're creating new things like what what is your what are your backgrounds I know MC talked a little bit about project runway and creating your own clothes but what about Sam and Aisha like your backgrounds in fashion or interest in fashion where did they come from I suppose my interest in fashion comes from the fact that I'm a Leo um I just feel like I don't know, I've been thinking about this a lot recently, but I just have like a particularly weird relationship with my appearance and like, yeah, I don't know. I just like go through shifts and I'm like, I wanna look different. Um, I think that's been a reoccurring theme in my life so that I'm just constantly, I just don't wanna like look the same or like, I don't know. I just don't wanna like repeat, you know what I mean? Like there's just so many cool styles and pieces that like, I don't wanna like, stick to a certain color palette I just want to keep pushing those boundaries um and I I when I was younger I was like always would say I wanted to be a fashion designer but I never took any steps towards it because I knew that I would not like actually want to be like a sewing grading cutting kind of person I'd rather just like draw the pictures um and so my interest kind of shifted from maybe like garment creation to like I don't know maybe pieces that are in the process of making garments, like designing patterns or shapes and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I just, I don't know, Kotami is really funky and like, it's just cool. And I like to look cool. I will say the like, 
fire sign placement in Kotami ratio is ridiculous. Like everyone who's ever worked for Kotami has had some like fire sign placement. Um, for me, I would say like I started to like fashion. I've, I've actually liked fashion since I was a kid. I've always thought I like, <laughs> the thing is like, I was like very confident in the way that I dressed despite it not being good fashion if that makes sense so I've always been very confident about how I dressed it just always wasn't you know giving what it was supposed to give to be honest um so yeah that was that was my thing I always really liked fashion and always enjoyed like dressing up and like you know showcasing sort of my personality through like my clothing and I think in high school I started like thrifting a lot because like I didn't have a lot of money and I really liked clothes and I was like okay I can like make you you know have a unique style and unique clothes like if I go thrifting because then basically all the stuff I have is like you know no one's really gonna have it because it's not from Forever 21 and it's not from you know like H&M or whatever right and I think since then I've just been sort of like working on like my style and like what I like and sort of gaining inspiration from like people who I really enjoy um like following who I really enjoy their fashion sense and just like sort of curating my own little fashion. I'm, I have like a, I'm very like eclectic in the way that I dress, I think. So I have like, a, I think it's called poly aesthetic. So I just, I kind of dress like however I feel based on the day. So like one day I'll be like flower girl, cottage core. Another day I'm giving very much like goth, you know, grunge chic. Um, that's just what I like. Um, so yeah, I, I just really like clothes. I really like clothes, I really like dressing up. I like sort of the idea of people looking at me and being like, oh my God, like, wow, I love her outfit or wow, I love what she's wearing or wow, I wish I had that, you know? So it's sort of conceited in some ways, but yeah, I really I just <laughs> like dressing up. And um, um, what else? Yeah, that's, and I, I'm also in Tiger Trends, um, which is like Princeton's, you know, like fashion magazine. I'm a stylist for Tiger Trends. So I've kind of been working on my like fashion, my fashion and my styling into that way. Wow, that, that's really, really impressive. Okay, so Kotami, but um, fashion, like product creation, it's what you do, but it's not why you guys do it. I think you guys are a very mission-driven company. And so like, where does that mission come from? And what, what are the challenges in like living that day-to-day -day with the brand? Yeah, so Kotami, has really like followed me during my like, growth as I think generally just like a person. I think when I, so when I was living, I was living at a time um, in, I always liked fashion, but when I moved to live in Dakar for a year, they, um, there I would always go through shopping and it was really weird because all the clothing would come from Europe and the US. And I'd be like, why is, this, why is there American and European used Goodwill clothing being sold here? And like, I learned that the clothing would be dumped by NGOs and that would literally just like ruin the lives of tailors because instead of going to the tailor, people would just go and buy these clothes that were like uber cheap because NGOs get these clothes for free because they're donations. That would just ruin local economies and everyone was just wearing like used college gear from the US. And I think that's when I really started to think critically about what the role that fashion has, what the role that fashion has, not just in like aesthetics and beauty. Like we talk a lot about fashion and beauty, fashion and power, um, diversity and representation, but very much in like, how does that affect the real lives of people who work in the industry? And I was someone who wanted to work in it. So 
I worked in um, I worked in production. I worked in design. I worked in Midtown in New York's garment fashion district, and it was I can't I mean. It's an unpaid internship where you're working with, you know, fashion week, glamorous, famous Hadid models, but you're not paid and you're overworked and the workplace is super toxic and abusive. Is that slave labor? I don't know. But it really made me think just of how the industry was built and question why it was that way. I realized all these issues were connected and I realized that my problems were connected to it too. You know, like I saw, I had eating disorders growing up. I... I mean, as you know, like someone who's always questioning like my gender identity, my um, sexuality, all of these insecurities and fears, they all come together. And fashion is like just one manifestation of it. And so Kotami for me is really just a means to an end. And hearing you guys like, I, I'm so glad that you guys like are so, I like happy working in the team. Cause in the end it's like community-based fashion. Like I just, I, I just want to have a community. <laughs> Of people and artists like that's what I really want that's the end it's working with other people and creating beauty and imagining a world of our own where we don't have these power dynamics and we don't do everything for profit and we don't have to break our backs to live and eat three times a day and that's the personal side <laughs> of the very idealistic mission that we have to bring clothes for everyone yeah, that's really special. And I really thank you for sharing that. Right, my last like longer question is where do you guys see Kotami and the future of Kotami? What magazines do you guys want to be featured in? How how do you want to make it big, I guess, in the next few years and beyond? Okay. You guys can help me brainstorm magazines, but I think like dazed or like garage magazine would be really cool i like id um mm. yeah pitchfork i think that's more music though like rolling stone would be cool but i feel like they only do music i think paper magazine could be cool to be honest in my dream world i have no like attachment to the creation of kotami but i'm glad to be here but like i would just like love to have like someone who makes music or makes art like someone who is a known creative in the industry like be like a branded ambassador like where's kotami on tour where's kotami to events i think that'd be really cool and i also don't think it's like too far-fetched at all i think um it's just a matter of time but i'm excited to see that happen i feel like if i could choose someone who could be like very much like Kotami and like wear our stuff? It would be like Willow Smith. I love Willow oh Smith. So cool. <laughs> Willow would be amazing. I was gonna say Hunter Schaefer. Ooh. Give me similar vibes, just like mm -hmm. Gen yeah. Z. Like, I love it. <laughs> Rina Sawayama. Like, oh, yeah. Love Rina. If any of you are out there. If anyone knows anyone who knows anyone, mm -hmm. give us a call. <laughs> You're so right about the music, though. Like, I want to be in a music video. Like, that's... Dude, <laughs> I'm trying to be a music video girl. <laughs> well, fingers crossed for y'all. I will be looking at music videos. And if you guys or Kotami comes up, I'll, I'll scream and stand up and say, I know them. <laughs> You were there. Exactly. I was there when they were 
in the first years of their creation. So perfect. Now we're going to go on to the rapid fire questions. We are going to start with our please and popcorn. So you're each one of you guys is going to compliment someone and then the person that you compliment is going to compliment someone else and we're just going to go in a little quick circle. Uh, MC, do you want to start? Yeah. Okay, I'll just go in the order in my Zoom. I'm going to compliment Sam. Sam, I, we haven't hung out much in person, but you have such good copywriting skills. Like Sam has been writing like logos and like catchphrases and taglines for his social media. And they're so witty and they're so good. I want to like be at, in like a public place with you, or, like a party and just hear you like, I just want to like hear you talk to people and also like make fun of people with you. Like in a- <laughs> I would like, love I just that, hear- I would love that. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you think I'm going to make it happen. I will yeah. see you in September. Yes. Okay. I am going to compliment Aisha. Um, your style is just like, it's so cute. And it's so hard for me to define, which I really, really love. Like, I love that you have range and that you're not afraid to like have that kind of dynamic shift between different looks um and I just I don't know I always appreciate your Instagram posts I, I just feel like you put effort into it wow Sam that is like the ultimate compliment thank you so much wow <laughs> wow like I really I really put effort into like my outfits and my Instagram posts so like I really appreciate that Sam thank you thank you you're welcome um, <laughs> so I'm gonna compliment MC I feel like I feel like MC, you're like boss, like boss, boss woman, boss girl vibes, like not in like a very non-cringy way, you know, like <laughs> as, as, as non-cringy as it can be to be like boss woman, boss girl vibes. Like she just like, like your energy is just like there, you know, like I think you just have really good energy. You're not like over like demanding or sort of like you give the vibes of a leader someone who like is like okay like I want to follow you because like they're cool and they have like a vision and they're like idealistic and it's like yes like I love that you're very compassionate I feel like that's a good word like you're a very compassionate leader <laughs> emotional now thank you <laughs> um I'm gonna compliment MC just to switch up the flow I like am just obsessed with you. Um, I didn't know that you existed until very recently. I don't know why. Um, but I like I really wish that I had met you like in my first year of college. Like I feel like you're someone that I could learn a lot from and also be really good friends with. Thank you, Sam. Let's definitely hang out more in the fall. I can't wait for us all to be in person. Honestly, yeah, all of us. I'm going to compliment Aisha now. Um, I just admire your range. Like, I just, you, I think you embody to me like a creator, like really like, I, I know like everyone wants to be a creative director now, but like, I think you embody what a creative director does, which is you see the whole picture because you do photography, you do styling, you do like, you do the modeling, you create, like you kill it on social media and you have a podcast like you can talk about the big ideas like it all comes together like I want to live in like you have a world in your head and I want to live in it like I want to see what it looks like more and more and I it's most people don't have that defined so I think that's really incredible and really beautiful 
and I wanted some more of it. Oh my God, thank you so much. Wow. <laughs> okay, I'll compliment Sam. And I, one thing I love about you, Sam, like when I first met you, I was like, she just, just does not like, like in the best way, like you just don't care. Like you kind of will just be like, like, I don't care. Like I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to say what I want to say. Like you were just unapologetically you with your pink hair and your good vibes. Like, <laughs> I just feel like Sam, like if you just hang out with Sam, she's literally just going to be like, like, I don't, I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that comment. Um, should we keep going? I'm down to keep going. I'm you can keep going oh, if you we want. We can stop. Go we can stop. It. No, it's okay. We can I stop. Think for the sake of the podcast, we should probably stop. But th this is in no way stopping me from stopping you guys from continuing this afterwards, if you guys would like. <laughs> My heart is so full. Thank you. Anyway, rapid fire, rapid fire. Um, who do you think is the happiest person in the group? Arian. Oh, I think she she is very happy, yeah. All right, most spontaneous. Sam. I'll go with that, yeah. I'll all right, that. all right. What about the mom of the group? Who's the mom of the group? Aninka. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Damn, she's going to, she's going to laugh so hard when she <laughs> All right, who is the funniest? Mm -hmm. Sam's kind of funny. I feel like it's me. Sam's, Sam's kind of funny. <laughs> Thank you. I'm now like floating away. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. And then who is the life of the party? Mm, Arianne. Yeah. She's very smiley. Mm, I was going to, I could see that. I was going to say that we all like, we all bring different parts of the party. Does that make any sense? Like, I think we each contribute something different to help the overall party. So like if you took one of us out, like it would be a totally different party. Mm -hmm. So what I'm hearing is a party with all of you guys together would just be like full blowout, epic, amazing. Rager. All righty, all righty. Who is the person who knows everyone on campus? MC. Yeah, I feel like MC knows a lot of people, right? MC oh, just knows me. everyone and everyone knows <laughs> you. <laughs> MC's so cool. <laughs> Love it. Who is most likely to become addicted to coffee? Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Do you drink coffee? I don't even know. Um, I stopped because I was addicted. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> alrighty, alrighty. Most adventurous. MC. You think? I feel like Sam's adventurous. You think? I don't know. I just feel like MC had a clubbing phase. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. But I like really feel that in my soul that you were like a socialite. Not yet. Not yet. I'm getting there. I feel like Aisha. I feel like Aisha is the one who's the most like out and about, has the most friends and like is actually oh, doing things. That's true. She went to Arizona. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was so pretty in Arizona. You guys should check it out. Hot. It is like, it is burning. Oh my God. It was like 115 <laughs> degrees the entire time I was there. No. All right. And on that note, um, who would be the best travel buddy? I wouldn't say me or Anika. Why? Explain. I think yeah. that me and Anika would like pack like survival kits well or like 
carry on kits really well and like have everything that you might need. Um, that's my only reason. Mm, I think that's a good reason. Like you need like I'm gonna take myself out. No, I'm gonna take myself out because I don't like takeoff of flying. Like I really like have a panic attack. I'm like literally ripping the armrest apart <laughs> and like this is so embarrassing, but I only listen to one song. It's the same song. I listen to it every time a plane takes off and it's what goes around comes around the extended version by Justin Timberlake. It's like eight <laughs> minutes and that's like the amount of time it takes you to get to a safe altitude. And so I just listen to that song and don't open my eyes until it's over and then we're in the sky and it's smooth. That is like an insane... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, honestly, I feel like we would all travel really well together. Because, like, Sam, if you and Anika are, like, keeping, like, everything together, Ariane is, like, I'm not going to say she's impulsive, but she's very, like, spontaneous. She's like, let's do this. Let's go there. Let's buy this. Let's eat this. It would be, like, a good balance. And we would take really good photos. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be, like, a really good, like, amount of, like, styles and, like, outfits, too. Like, we would, we would serve. I feel like if the five of us had a reality show, it would be really good. Does anyone else feel that? Is that just me? I think so too. I think so too. We would have to throw in some random people. I feel like if the E-Lab was a reality show, because you need some like discord and like tension. And, like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good show. That would be fun. That's all <laughs> Yeah. Start writing the first oh episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next year, next year, no Elab accelerator, just keeping up with Kotami. <laughs> I like that's a really missed out because, like, we we be oh my god, we'd be so cute the five of us together, and then like put us together with the other people in the accelerator. Dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, amazing. Last questions, two questions. Who has the best playlist? Mm. Sam, are you gonna say yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure or Sam? I like me and Sam did like a Spotify blend. I think she has very nice music taste. Thank you. We should all do a Spotify blend. Blend actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm write that I really appreciate that, Aisha. I take my music taste very seriously. Um, it's just a reflection of you and your morals. Mm. I love that. I love it. And then very last question. I want each of you guys to go individually, but what is a, what are, a, what is a fashion trend you don't like or don't get? And what is your favorite fashion trend? As of right now, I will not hold you to this for the rest of time, but as of right now, favorite fashion trend and least favorite. I can go first. I really dislike, um, like low rise jeans slash like yeah low-rise jeans or just like anything from like Abercrombie that's like mid-rise I hate hate that it is I could write a whole book on it it's just disrespectful and it's so uncomfortable and makes sense for no one I also hate fake pockets on women's clothing it's irritating um, and that's the reason why I carry a tote bag everywhere now is because I'm tired of struggling. Um, and then my favorite trend, I just really like people who balance like feminine and masculine framed items together. Like 
like a sports bra, but like <laughs> some like basketball shorts from the men's section. Like I just like to like have that kind of balance of like delicate and then like sturdy. I don't know. I just like that kind of difference. Yeah, I agree. I agree. For me, oh. I hate this one with a passion. I don't know why this is so big, but it's like kid core. Do you know what that is? It's like a subset of like Y2K fashion. I feel like it's like basically like 25 year olds dressing like children, but like, like it's like, ugh, I don't even know how to explain it. You just look up on Pinterest, like kid core. And it's like this like explosion of like colors and like really like weird. I don't know how to explain it at all. It's just weird. Like, why are you dressing like a child? anyways um <laughs> it's a very like I just I hate it because I mean I like see on my explore people like they'll be like it's just weird like why are you dressed like that that's that's just so odd. I'm uncomfortable I don't like this <laughs> no I don't know why it's like a thing and then my favorite one right now is just like the explosion of color that everyone's like using this summer I feel like color is really big this summer everyone's like just like because I like like nudes and like neutrals were really big at one point, but now everyone's like really into color. And I love, I love color. And that's what I'm incorporating in my style this summer too. So I, like, I love color. Yeah. I think similarly to Aisha, my favorite trend is like jewel tones, like massive, like fake rhinestone, like giant ear, chandelier, chandelier earrings. And then like like this type of jewel tones, like really, really shiny and colorful. Um, and then, oh, also crop tops. I just, crop tops for me are just the ultimate silhouette. Just <laughs> everyone in my funeral, I want everyone to come wearing crop tops. It's a good <laughs> silhouette. Least favorite, shorts above the knees. Just, I, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's a weird height and minimalism just the whole like acne like all like all black like I guess what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to drag you no minimalism to go out this is only for indoors to go outside like yeah yeah I don't like minimalism gotcha <laughs> gotcha all right well that is all the time we have for this podcast. Thank you so much. Um, it's been a really fun and engaging first episode. Thank you again. Thank you, Allison. Thank you for being such a good host. This is really fun. This was so fun. Glad to be the first. We'll set we'll set the foundation. If you'd like to learn more, Kotami will be presenting their startup pitch at Keller Center's online demo day on August 11th, 2021. You can also check out their website, kotami.co, and follow them on Instagram at kotamiofficial.